I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 210 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest lined up for you guys today. He is an actor who currently stars in SEAL Team on CBS. A.J. Buckley will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And during today's interview, you will also learn about a product designed by A.J. Buckley. It is a diaper bag that folds out into a changing table. It is unbelievably brilliant. So listen to A.J. tell the story on how he came up with the idea, and then tune in after the interview is over to find out how you can grab one in an upcoming First Class Fatherhood giveaway. Tomorrow on the podcast, we will have BMX Phenomenon and Stuntman Mike Escamilla. And Friday, we will be having a Frogman Friday episode with former Navy SEAL Clark Empastado. So make sure you lock it in for those two episodes as well. Got a lot of more action coming your way here this week. I am in the process of putting together next week's lineup. As of right now, it looks like uh, I'm all set here to hit you guys with another five banger next week. Please be sure you are following me over on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the latest updates to the guest list. Also, as we creep up here on Father's Day, I am trying to get my online shop up and running. Quite a few of you guys have been hitting me up, asking me when the merch is coming. I am doing my best to have the shop open and running by Father's Day. And so many of you guys have been hitting me out with requests to come on the show here and share your fatherhood journeys. I really appreciate each and every one of you. I haven't responded to all of your emails and DMs just yet, but I will continue to answer as many as I possibly can here. I have been overwhelmed by the amount of support from you dads and moms out there. So uh, please, if you have an opportunity, drop me a rating or a review over on iTunes. That does go a long way to help me out. And please make sure you're using that good old word of mouth and tell every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list about the show that is dedicated to celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to jump into the action right now with actor A.J. Buckley. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. You are going to hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to consider becoming a sponsor of First Class Fatherhood, please hit me up with an email, firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father. He is an actor who has starred in hit TV shows such as CSI New York, Justified. He currently plays Sonny on CBS's military drama SEAL Team. It is a big privilege for me to say, A.J. Buckley, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me. Appreciate to be here. Okay, here we go. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have a five-year-old daughter and I have uh, twin boys that are a year and three months. Wow, okay. Did you guys uh, find out what you were having both times? Did you do like a, a gender reveal or did you wait till the end? Uh, well, my daughter, my wife wanted to know right away and then the boys, because it was twins and it was natural, we actually, we were trying for like a, a year and uh, over a year, and we were, had set an appointment to go uh, meet with a specialist to do like IVF, and the day before we went to go meet the specialist, Abby was like, my wife Abby was, was like, I think I'm pregnant, and uh, I took the test, and sure enough, she was pregnant, so she called the doctor and was like, hey, we don't need to come in. We're pregnant, and she's like, well, the doctor's like, well, just come in anyways, you're here, and I'll just make sure everything's okay. So we went in, and uh, all of a sudden, the doctor goes, oh, congratulations, there's two heartbeats. 
and I and I was like, my wife's heartbeat and and the baby's heartbeat, and she's like, no, there's twins in there. My wife's a nurse, and she's never short of words in these meetings, and she literally went quiet. She did not say anything for 15 minutes, like head quiet, just was staring, and I'm like went through the whole thing. And the, the crazy part, this is like a weird. Uh, if, if you believe in spirituality or you know, people from the other side. My dad, who is my, literally my best friend, uh, when he his birthday was uh, April 13th. That was his birthday. And before he died, he promised me that if there was a way to come back to let me know that uh, he was there, he would find a way. And when the, the doctor said they're... they're knowing they give you the actual date of birth of when they think that he'll go into labor, it was my dad's birthday, which was crazy. Wow. So, yeah, it was crazy. I was, I was like, I just started sobbing in the, in the thing. My wife couldn't talk. I'm crying. She's like, what's wrong with this family? <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, it was a really cool thing, man. It was really, so whether you coincidence or just, you know, a bigger belief in, you know, uh, love never dies, uh, sort of thing. So it was a cool, it was a cool, it was a very cool moment. Yeah, that's awesome, AJ. All right, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. So um, I'm an actor. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I've made my living as an actor for the past 25 years. I was uh, on a TV show for nine years, CSI New York, played the nerdy little lab rat, Adam Ross, on that, and then. Uh, did a couple of series in between there, Justified and Murder in the First, and then five years later, end up back on CBS playing uh, this crazy Texan uh, that's a Navy SEAL, Tier 1, Ev Guru, uh, Navy SEAL. So I went from, uh, on CBS's watch, uh, in five years, I went from a lab rat uh, to a Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah, what a change of pace for sure. Um, you've had all these different experiences in your life, AJ. How did the experience of becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Um, you know, it's you know, I was like I said, I was super. Uh, I, I come from a really tight knit family, and uh, my mom, my dad, we were. I was born in Dublin, Ireland, and uh, my sister and I. Um, I was six. My sister would have been eight. And we emigrated with my mom and dad. We came over to Vancouver, Canada. And um, my dad had gone ahead like eight months and to get a job. And I can't, which I can't even imagine, like, like when you go away to shoot a film, like, thank God for FaceTime. I can't even imagine what my dad went through not being able to, like, actually, on different time zones, not being able to, like, see us. Like, if you went ahead, like, eight months ahead to get, like, work, you couldn't, there was no, there was nothing. There was no... Like, you would call, and like, you know, I can't even, I, I, I would go nuts, you know, especially someone like an immigrant to a, a country that you don't know anybody and you're just trying to figure it out and you can't actually, like, be in contact with your kids. That's just a different time. Like, we're so lucky with technology and how that bridges the gap, especially for, I mean, sure it happens for everybody in every line of work, but practice where we work such late hours and stuff and like from monday to friday with the show that i do seal team i you know even though we shoot in los angeles from monday to friday i literally don't see my wife and kids for the, like all, like literally i'll only when i come home from work i'll walk in 
open their door, see them sleep and give them a kiss and then go to bed and then I'm gone before they wake up just with because where I live and how long it takes me to get to work. It's sometimes like a two and a half hour drive. So I would come home and then it's like a three, four hour nap and then I'm out again. So yeah, I just don't know how my, my dad did that back in the day, but um, at any rate, uh, I moved down to uh, California when I was 17, 18 to do a movie and, um, that was it. I've been here for 26 years. And then becoming a dad, it kind of, you know, you, you never really, you always under, I, I apologize to my parents why they were so worried all the time after I had kids. I was like, I get it. And I'm sorry. I was like, mom, because I always say to my mom, like, stop worrying. Don't worry. I'm fine. I'm fine. But now I'm like, you know, especially with the internet, I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> You know, you're a dad, and 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 I got a daughter, and you know, and it just, it just, yeah, it's it's uh, it's changed my life for the better. I think it's given me more focus and more drive, and and settled me down in the sense of what time is. You know, like work is work, and then family time is family time, and being very specific about that is. Prior to having kids, I was just like, work, 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 work. And if you didn't fit into the work schedule, then I couldn't ever see you in relationships and whatever. But I think with kids, it was like, no. When it's when it's actual family time, it becomes like you put the phone away. You It's designated family time. But you got to really like separate the two, which is what you want to do because that's what you're working so hard for so you can have great family time. Yeah, well said. And you have two boys and a girl here now. Are you going to be trying to even the score with a fourth child, or are you guys all done? No, we're done. I'm actually getting snipped on uh, June 10th. Ouch. Okay, yeah, good luck with that. All right, well, having two kids in one shot, that requires a lot of time and attention. So what was your daughter's reaction, or what was her response to going from being the only child to then getting outnumbered? Um, it was uh, you know, it was tough. I'm like, her and I have a really close relationship, and it was tough, and it was hard for me to see her kind of going through that, like, just to know that she, you know, wasn't uh, the center of attention. I remember, like, the last night before we went to the hospital, before my wife went into labor with uh, the boys and just being, like, uh, talking to her, even though she didn't really understand, but I'm like, this is, like, the last night that we're going to, it's just the three of us. Like, we've been like this, like, you know, merry band, you know, having a blast, you know, the three of us just kind of doing what we will. And, I, I'll never forget that night. I was like, this will be the last time that it will just be the three of us. And it was kind of an emotional thing. But, you know, we brought the boys home. I would say that at first, she, she really was like, you know, when 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 are they going back? You know, and, you know, we just, that was her thing. She, was, she, did, she didn't want to engage. But once, I think once the boys got past like that three or four month stage where they're just pooping and crying, and they recognized her and they started to laugh when they saw her, got excited when she saw her, when they saw her. Um, and she was like, oh, and now it's like every morning that she comes in the room, the boys like go bananas for her and she'll, you know, dance in front of them and she helps me with getting them ready or back bathing them or helps, you know, my wife or, you know, the nanny or whoever's there. So she's very involved in, and, and loves them. And it, to me, that is like, yeah, it it's uh, it, it it'll choke you up. Absolutely. Now, is uh, your daughter involved in any type of uh, sports or activities yet? 
Yeah, she's uh, she's in soccer and uh, she's actually really good at tennis, which is crazy. Like she's really like the tennis uh, player in just as like a like an elective, and the tennis coach was like, she's like 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 she's kind of just she's good at. I, you know, every parent's like she's good at our parents. Our kids are great, but I feel like my daughter's good at like sports where it's just her. But again, that could change. That could change. I don't know. Whatever she wants to do, I support. Okay. And does your schedule allow for you to coach the soccer teams at all, or at least get a chance to see some of the games? Uh, I would. I would like to. Uh, I go to the. I don't miss a game if I, if uh, if I'm in. Town, um, uh, I'll be at the game, and if I'm not, I make sure my wife is at the game, and I'm FaceTiming, and I watch the game. And I won't. I'm I'm there some way somehow. So, but the cool, actually, a cool story with Willow. Um, it was the very first time uh, she was seven months old. And I was introducing to my friends. It was uh, I think it was the NBA playoffs that was happening, and uh, I took her to the the pink taco in um it was on like Sunset Boulevard and all my buddies were there and I got out of the car and of course Willow like had one of those magical poops that go up the back. I don't know how kids can like wear a diaper and still shit up their backs. And so I'm freaking out so I run to the bathroom and uh, in the bathroom and there's no changing table and of course I forgot the ta- the changing uh, pad that's in there, and I, I talked to the manager. I'm like, "Is there changing tables?" Like, "No, there's only changing tables in the women's bathroom." And I was like, "Huh?" And then I went into the, back into the guys' bathroom. I took up my shirt and like laid it on the floor. And I was changing my daughter, and whatever way that I positioned the shirt on the diaper bag, I had come up with this idea of a diaper bag that turned into a changing table. And that was five years ago, and. Um, I don't, I don't know if you know this, uh, but then I called a buddy of mine, Artie Baxter, and kind of pitched him this idea of like a diaper bag that turned into a changing table. And, uh, we went, we flew to China and we did 12 prototypes and, uh, over the course of a year took two of the samples, went to the ABC show in Vegas, which is like one of the biggest things. And we got handed like the blue ribbon for it. We won like the the best bag, best, best innovate, innovation by mommy bloggers. And uh, like two years in a row, we've won best diaper bag. And it was, it just kind of came out of nowhere. So although like when I actually do the things, I have a, I know in a diaper bag company uh, because of my daughter and not and not having changing tables in, in men's bathroom, the diaper bag company is completely, uh, completely taken off. Um, we, we, we've, I don't think there's a month where we haven't gone where we haven't sold out of them. And it's been, it, I remember, I remember the conversation when I went to my wife saying, I'm going to start a diaper bag company. And she was like, what? She's like, you are, you completely lost your mind. I'm like, no, there's changing tables and this, but I had, you know, I just knew there was something in there and we weren't designing a, a, a dad bag. We we're designing a bag that one looked at the suits, but two, that moms would buy knowing that they could wear, but that the dads would feel cool carrying. And because the diaper bag that we had had this flower print on it. And I was like, this looks terrible, you know, but my wife loved it. And then we, you know, I Googled flower stuff and the other diaper bags that were out there were like super tactical or like it was, they weren't fashionable and functional. Like, so we created this sort of like 
it was almost like a toolbox and how it folded out and how it operated and but the twelve prototypes we went through was all through basically the twelve months of like of being a dad for the first time and between my partner Artie and I, um, we we went back and forth with our designer and we was like, Well what if it had this and what if it had this and what if it had that and it was and then we randomly went out there and now it's it's turned into this and, and it was something I'm actually really proud of that I'll I'll uh I'll plug on this is that we are our, our next drop of uh our bags in it will be like August first, August second, and around there. Um, our entire line has gone recycled ocean plastic. So we're one of the first diaper bags in the world to be recycled ocean plastic. And actually, the crazy part is the material of the diaper bag is better than any material we've ever had. It's so like thick; it almost feels like a tuning bag. Um, and you can, you can check it out at paperclip.life.com uh, and check it out. I mean, it's it's uh, there's not uh, i gave one to jay and he loved it and i've given it to all my friends and um there's not i don't think that because the heart that's sort of been put into it and the sort of idea behind it there hasn't been someone that's experienced the diaper bag and gone like oh this is a ter-. It's, it's it's i can't believe that i you know myself and uh my buddy already came up with something like this even my wife can't believe it she's like what happened it was the magical poop of willow <laughs> all right i will include the link in the description of this podcast episode yeah i mean or well, what i could do too is uh, I'll, i can i'll do like a giveaway or something to some of your viewers or dads like new dads or something like that i can send you out if go do me this go check out our go to paperclublife.com check out the diaper bag let me know which one i'll give i'll send you like two diaper bags um the willow Eat the, 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 actually the, the the first diaper bag we made I named after my daughter. So the Willow is is uh, one of our top sellers, and then the JoJo is our other top seller. So go look at that. I'll send you two, and if you want to do a little giveaway on your your thing, your podcast, or whatever it is, feel free. But I'll send you two. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about that more after the show here, Dad. Stay tuned for some upcoming details on a giveaway for one of these diaper bags that changes into a changing table. And I definitely could have used one of these back in the day. It's time to get an important word from our sponsors and then back with more with A.J. Buckley. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Let's go, dads. You heard me speaking recently about my daddy-daughter date to see Frozen on Broadway, and it was a night to remember. I bought my tickets on SeatGeek.com and used my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and I saved $20 off my tickets, which I used to buy my daughter a souvenir at the show. Right now, baseball season is in full swing. Both NHL and NBA playoffs are heating up. And if you plan on bringing your kids to any live event, go to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and plug in my promo code FIRSTCLASS. One word, FIRSTCLASS. And First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets. It's a slam dunk deal, guys. Go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. Are you enjoying First Class Fatherhood? Did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? It may sound insane, but it's true. There is a free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. 
Seriously, just go download the free PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android, and if you use my special code, First Class Fatherhood, you will get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. The more you listen, the more PodCoin you earn. And then you turn those PodCoins into gift cards for places like Amazon, Starbucks, or more. So go ahead and listen to this podcast on PodCoin and sign up using the code First Class Fatherhood. It will change the way you listen to podcasts. I mean, or well, what I could do too is uh, I'll, I can I'll do like a giveaway or something to some of your viewers or dads, like new dads or something like that. I can send you out. If go do me this. Go check out our go to paperclublife.com. Check out the diaper bag. Let me know which one I'll give. I'll send you like two diaper bags. Um, the Willow, he did, they, they, actually the, the, the first diaper bag he made I named after my daughter. So the Willow is, is uh, one of our top sellers, and then the JoJo is our other top seller. So go look at that. I'll send you two, and if you want to do a little giveaway on your, your thing, your podcast, or whatever it is, feel free. But I'll send you two. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about that more after the show here. Dad, stay tuned for some upcoming details on a giveaway for one of these diaper bags that changes into a changing table. And I definitely could have used one of these back in the day. And that's what's awesome about fatherhood, right? It gives us a chance to be resourceful and uh, make stuff up on the fly and get creative. Oh, it does. Yeah, you're, you're thinking you're, you're, yeah, and that's the thing. I think, honestly, I think what it is, is you're more open to things because you're open like, I, like, I was never really a super emotional person, but ever since I have kids, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll cry during American Idol now. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just, it's like, it just, it just got like, I'm, but I think when you're open to that and it's, there's, it, there's nothing wrong with, you know, with that, you, you know, and I think when your kids see that you can be emotional, you can be open, you can be vulnerable, and you can make mistakes and you can admit those faults and you know i think that's where you know your kids understand that you know it's okay to fall down it's okay to cry it's okay to be mad it's okay it's just how do you fix yourself and and recover is 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 the biggest thing i think you know how do you how do you get through that and make yourself a better person it's okay to do those things but when, when when you're done crying what do you do you know, how do you fix it? Yeah, good points there. And one of the sayings that the Navy SEALs use a lot is that you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable and becoming a father for the very first time. I mean, that puts us in some very uncomfortable situations right out of the gate. So um, it helps you to look at things in a way you've never looked at them before. And speaking about the Navy SEALs here, how much did you know about the Frogmen before you took on the role for CBS's SEAL team? And what was it like to work with these guys? Um, I, had, I hadn't ever really shot, a, like I shot like a handgun. But I, I, like my character, he's like a good old boy from Texas, and he uh, they, he's basically like the knuckle dragger of the team, and uh, he uh, he basically carries like he carries like the Mach forty eight, the two four nine, all the big all the big guns, uh, which is awesome uh, when you in, in concept, but <laughs> it is no joke on set. Like I'm literally lugging around all this stuff, and it's. It's cool for the first three hours, and then it's like, Jesus, this is insane. And I don't know. I have so much respect for the every knuckle dragger, or just any Navy SEAL, or just any service person that can can carry that all day, every day. Um, but I, I, during the time that I, you know, from when we shot the pilot, um, Max, uh, who plays Clay on the show, he's like, 
you know, the kid's a stud. He grew up hunting. He's been around guns his whole life. So he was a saving grace. And uh, as far as, like, just how to incorporate, like, the the, the gun in itself and just, you know, wearing that, it becomes part of, like, your character. Like, it's, like, so I had to get comfortable within carrying all this sort of stuff and, and making it look like this was my everyday thing and it, it took me a beat I'm not gonna lie like it was I was I've been nervous on set in a long time and it was nerve-wracking because you had a bunch of Navy SEALs you know SEAL Team 6 guys Debra guys that are sitting behind the monitor looking at you and they're like we hired this guy like I'm an Irish Canadian you know be playing a Texan and it's like, <laughs> it's like you know, <laughs> but yeah but I think you know my heart was in the right place and I put the work in and 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 you know, repetition, repetition, repetition until you got comfortable, you know, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. I mean, that's sort of perfect in that sense. And, you know, truthfully, I don't know, you know, how these guys do it. It's, it's, even like when we have an action scene and the, the you know, the, the fake, you know, explosions are going off and that gunfire, it's like, I don't care, like, I could tell you right now that and pretend that it doesn't scare. Like it scares the shit out of me. Like it's it's all that. Like to be able to get so calm and control your heart rate and and talk to other people in like a normal voice and 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 have a a plan that you stick to when the fucking shit has hit the fan. It just that's not in my DNA makeup. It's just not. You know, it takes a special human being and the ability to adapt and overcome and. And do that. I guess as a father, you adapt another time you can do that, but bullets aren't flying at your head. You know, like, you know, it's just, it's a different thing. And I have so much respect for anybody that decides to um, join the armed forces and, 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 and go and defend our country and, or whatever it is that they want to do. Like, it's just, it's a special, it's a 100% a special human being, man or woman. God bless you, because I know for a fact that just, it's not, in my, just not in me, like, you know, and, and some people can say, like, oh, I would be able to do that, I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, I, I know that I, I couldn't, if, <laughs> if it came down to it, if it came down to it with my family, of course, but going to war and choosing to, like, that's what I want to do, that's a whole other conversation, you know, yeah. but any, any, anybody with the family, of course, they'll stand up for the family and, and fight for the family, but choosing to go to war because, you believe in the country. That is, like, every soldier or any veteran that you ever see, if if you don't go over and shake their hand and say thank you, you know, it's the greatest gift that we have is to live in this country. You know, I'm an immigrant here, and this is the greatest country I've ever lived in, and I'm very aware of the fact that I live here. It's because the men and women of what they sacrifice, and, you know, look, it's Memorial Day, and what actually drives me, pisses me off more than anything is, like, you turn on the TV. It's about barbecues. It's about fucking what you're gonna cook and and what pool party. It's like, you know, the fact that we can go to a pool party, the fact that we can have the marches that we have, whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right, whether you're women's rights, whether you're black rights, whether you're, you're whatever rights, you know, you you know, whatever every right that we have is because of these soldiers fought and gave us the freedom to have this moment in America. And Memorial Day is to pay tribute to that. And literally, 
being now surrounded by these guys it, to see all these barbecue commercials and it's like this is you know yeah go have a good time but at least pay respect you know yeah, well said, AJ, and it's not lost on me. I have been honored here to speak with so many of the Navy SEALs on the show here. I, I have one on just about every week. I do these uh, Frogman Friday episodes. Uh, this week, in fact, I have Clark Empastado stopping by. So uh, I'm very thankful for all of the men and women, all the sacrifices that have been made on our behalf. And, and, and honestly, but and I, and I really mean this, man. It's like we, we every everything that we believe in, that you believe in, you know, that every freedom that we have, every... Everything that you want, like the ability to go and say, hey, I want to protest this or I want to march for this or I want to do this. or It's because these guys have bled and died on, on the battlefield and have fought to, in order. Like we're the only country that, in the world that, can, that has that freedom. There's no other country in the world that has it. It's because of these men and women. And it's, there's a generation that's coming up that like forgets that. You know, they're righteous in their, in their, in what they want to say, but they don't realize that that freedom is, is, is not like like that. That was a lot of sacrifice went into that freedom for everybody to be able to have the freedom to dictate how they want their lives to be lived. And it's you know, my, if there's one thing that I will you know do on this platform that I have, and I'm so grateful to have this and to get to work with the veterans that I do on the show, is to you know just remind and, and bring awareness that that you know we should. Like, these are the guys, that, the reason why we're here is because of these guys. Yeah, 100%, AJ. Now, let me rein this back into you as a dad here for just a minute. What does your bedtime routine look like when you put the kids down to sleep there, AJ? Are you, are you hitting them with a uh, theatrical monologue? Are you reading them stories at night? Are you a lullaby guy? How does bedtime go down in your home? Um, I, I'm a storyteller, but so for me, uh, because I'm dyslexic, uh, reading story books is like just reading in general is really hard for me. It, it takes me a beat to to understand the words. So I can't give it the oomph that my wife. My wife's an amazing. Uh, she's the best out of the book. So, but Willow and I, I will just make up a story, which is kind of fun because I just will I'll come up with some idea of something, and it'll just go off. I mean, it's like a the greatest improv session of 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 my life. Every night she's like, and she's like, but then as she's falling asleep, I'll stop and she goes, but then what happened? I'm like, well, then the banana at the leprechaun, <laughs> it goes down. So, um, and it's, you know, it, you know, I, I, I struggled with that my entire life, but you know, it, it's, it, it forced me to have like a, a, a really big imagination. Very cool. All right. Well, SEAL Team on CBS is having some tremendous success. What kind of goals or plans or even uh, projects are you working on at the moment that maybe we could be looking forward to? Uh, yeah, a couple, couple different things. Uh, I have a, a film that I'm producing um, that I'm really excited about called The Drifts um, that we go to camera in, let's say, like mid-October, November. Um, really, really excited about that. And then... Um, between that and then kids and then the you know paperclip takes up a lot of time and the launch of uh, uh, the ocean plastic is is we we go full full court press so to speak uh, in July in the for the launch of this and I'm I'm actually really excited about this I I, I I'm really proud that uh, that our company is going to be one of the first diaper bags to be um, 100% recycled ocean plastic. 
Good stuff, AJ. That's awesome. Uh, last thing I want to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Um, it's okay to make mistakes um, and take video. Don't, like, don't do the 15-second thing. Like, take actual video. Don't do the, the Instagram stories. Like, just roll tape and let it just roll because... The videos that I've looked back on, and if it cut short, I was like, "Oh man, you know, I just like just let the tape roll. Don't do not, don't stop. Like just video, 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 video. Be be that dad that my dad was and your dad was. It just kept video recording everything. So when I look back at my childhood tapes, and it literally is like, um, the video camera would start like from us eating breakfast, and it would end like at us at dinner. It was like awesome to have." as opposed to just these quick little clips. Like, just roll tape and don't stop. There's, the iCloud is for a reason. Just dump it in there. It's all good. You're paying nine, $9.95 a month for a reason. Fill it up. <laughs> yeah, well said. I love the advice. This has been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, A.J. Buckley, you're a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Okay, back with some closing thoughts here in just a second. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to AJ Buckley for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And then lock it in at Alec underscore Lace on Instagram or Alec Lace on Facebook. Check out the details. I will be giving away two of AJ Buckley's diaper bags on Father's Day. So make sure you're following me on social media to check out all the details, all right? You don't want to miss out on that. Tomorrow on the podcast, we got a guy they call Rooftop. He's a first-class father that is a stuntman, an actor, and a BMX phenomenon. Mike Escamilla will be here. Friday, you know how we're finishing out the week with a Frogman Friday. Navy SEAL Clark Empastado will be stopping by the show here, all right? That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.